Aspiring headliner with QSC. Joining us from Australia today is Mercy Mercy, real name Mercedes. So how are you today? I'm good, thank you for asking. How are you? I'm really good, really good. It's nice early in the morning here. What time is it there for you? Uh, 7pm. Okay, not too bad. So whereabouts in Australia are you? I'm in Sydney, Australia. Okay, how's things going there at the moment? Because I know you went into um, a more serious lockdown recently, didn't you? Um, well, that was uh, in Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne, actually. that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. It's been very chill in Sydney. Really? Oh, I thought, I don't know why. I thought it had gone to um, to Sydney as well. I have a friend in Melbourne. Yeah, I'm getting confused because she goes to Sydney sometimes. You're right. They're the ones that are still in the lockdown. Well, that's great then. So what's your life been like during the whole lockdown period? Have you had anything cancelled? I mean, live performances, anything like that? Nothing has really been cancelled unless it was, well, now you can't go into a studio and write music. You have to do it over Zoom, mm. which has been fun and interesting been very awkward as well but so far nothing has been cancelled thank god and it's all been pretty sweet for me oh that's good i saw you did a gig recently so how did that happen was that with limited people there or was it a live streamed one it had limited people and everyone had to sit down but it was it still felt like exactly the same i think i mean i haven't really done much other than that so Mm, okay okay um what was it like then even though there weren't as many people there were you just glad at this point that you could even perform live well I was so glad I could perform live but everyone who came was so nice and they would like sing along to the songs and at one point they were clapping along to one of my songs something you like and I almost cried but I didn't thank god And had you done a lot of live performance? Because I know you're still very early on in your career. So have you, before you released your EP, did you do a lot of live gigs around the area? No, I've actually only done probably three before this. Oh, wow. So how's it been yeah. adjusting to, to doing that then? Only three. So you're still kind of uh, kind of new at it then? Yeah, I am indeed. But I think I got the hang of it. I'm still very awkward on stage I don't know how to dance so it's just me kind of swaying side to side that's okay we can't all be Beyonce yeah no definitely not (laughs) so um did you always have a feeling that you wanted to pursue music from a young age when you were a kid were you really musical I wasn't musical as a kid but I would like sing in the shower and my brother would tell me to shut up because it was quite annoying Mm -hmm. sounds familiar but I, I didn't get into it until my te- my later teen years. Okay. So um, how did that come about then, that you suddenly thought, do you know what, I'm going to, you know, put out some songs and work on some music? It was actually my brother who forced me to do it because I showed him one of the songs I was writing and he was like, Unearthed High, is, it's like a competition type thing in Australia for Triple J and he made me post my song on there and then it got traction. So that's how that happened. Oh, okay. And I've seen as well, so as a teenager, you lived in Beijing and Thailand and then moved back to Sydney. So um, do you think that affected the kind of things that you write songs about or did you just take moving around as a kid in your stride? Yeah, I just took it as I took it. Like when mum said, do you want to move to Beijing? I just was ready to pack my bag straight away because I like change and I like moving a lot. So maybe that does, that did change my music, but I'm not too sure. 
Okay, okay. And um, obviously in 2018, you put out your song B, which you said was the scariest thing you'd ever done. And then you signed a worldwide record deal, got yourself a management team, and here you are releasing your first body of music. So it sounds like it's been a bit of a whirlwind for you. So what was this period of your life like, starting from when you put out this song, which, as you said, was kind of scary? It's been quite crazy. Like emotionally, I've been up and down because I, I still don't believe that it's happening to me. So, like, when I'm doing things like interviews, I'm like, am, is this real? Am I talking? Should I <laughs> shut up? Like, what do I do here? No, no, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, how, what happened about the song B then? Where did the inspiration for that come? And why did you decide, right, I'm going to put this one out there and see what happens? Well, I wrote it because I always felt like an outsider at school, like never really found my clique or my friends. So I wanted to write a song that was like, I'm not going to change, so you guys want to be my friend. So you can either be my friend for who I am or have nothing to do with me. Okay. So then how did how did it happen that this song got the attention that it did and you ended up signing a deal? To be honest, I have no idea. I don't know why anybody liked it <laughs> apart from my mum and my brothers, but people did like it, which is still a shock to me to this day. Right, okay, okay. Well, it must have been good. It must have resonated with a few people then. And then, obviously, in this year, you introduced yourself to the world, you know, more formally, I suppose, uh, with your candid debut single, Fucked Myself Up. As is so before, I'm texting numbers on purpose And not having blood run down my knees I'm drinking too much that week And acting so naive Myself up on purpose Cause too much is never enough What is it you want from me? Is a song about your struggle with social anxiety and dependence on alcohol, you know, to sort of deal with that. And it garnered quite a lot of praise, didn't it? So when did you get this idea to turn that particular situation into a song? Well, I was just sitting on my bed after a really big night out and I had I did not remember what happened, but I ended up crying as I normally do when I drink too much. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, I should probably write a song about it because it might make me feel better about the situation and understand myself more and why I was doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And do you think it did? Um, it did a bit. I'm, I acknowledge my drinking problem now. Has it changed much? Uh, I can't say that it has, but I'm trying my best at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. And have you had anyone get in touch with you that maybe is going through something similar after hearing your song? Yeah, I've actually had quite a few people. And this one person told me that they're like a year sober and like how much it's helped them and made them feel a lot better for how much they've gone through. And yeah, it made me cry to think that I helped someone get through that or make them feel not so alone. Mm. That's really nice. And um, did you always know this was going to be your debut single? Did you have a feeling once you had a few together that that was the one? Not really. I think after I, like, wrote heaps of songs, uh, the label and, like, my managers were like, this is a banger. This one needs to go out to the world first. Mm. And I thought it was a good idea because it's called Fucked Myself Up. So releasing your first song with a swear word in it is a bit, bit iffy Mm -hmm. 
So did it, but it get, worked out. What happened with, um, obviously, with the title, like you said, a bit um, tricky for radio play and everything. What happened about that? Do they play an edited version? What do they call it? Effed myself up or just blank myself up? What, what is it? What happened there? Well, I ended up refusing to let them make an edited version because then it would just change the whole story of the song mm. and I feel like it would lose the meaning of the song and I didn't want that to happen. Okay, fair enough. And um, do you always get inspiration from your real life then for your songs or do you use a bit of artistic license? I mainly just use what I'm experiencing because sometimes I'll just feel too many emotions at once and I'll just need to write it down and turn it into something special. Mm, Okay. And um, another song which is a great example of your honest approach is your recent single, Something You Like, um, which explores honest observations about a toxic relationship. Break up without any makeup I push you out the door And I'm crying on the floor I want you, you want me But it's not that easy I can't change the way that you see me And I know I have to be myself And I couldn't see what things went wrong But I'll take you from day Was this a tough song to write due to the subject matter Or did it just come quite easily after observing Perhaps some relationships like that? It came quite easily because I witnessed so many of the women in my life go through like toxic relationships and I just wanted to make them feel okay in the situation, not feel like it was their fault in a sense. Mm, Okay. And again, did you have anyone reach out to you after hearing this particular one? Because that's another heavy subject, isn't it? Um, Yeah, no, I haven't had anyone reach out about it really. Okay, well, there's still time. This is still a new song, isn't it? Yeah, I think this is a bit more of a heavy subject, though, so it might might be a bit too vulnerable for somebody to come forward. I sure. Think. Yeah, I, I understand that, yeah. And your so your new song, Tequila and Lemonade, which is a bit different to the last one, of course, so that one's your anthem on escapism and self-confidence, and you've said it's one of the toughest, so, sorry, longest songs, God, easy for me to say, for you to write on the EP. Why did this one take you a little bit longer to write? Well, when I first started writing it, it was all like happy and upbeat and it was just about not wanting to do things. But then I realised soon after that, that is not how I write my songs. Like they're dark and they're about how I honestly feel. So it took so long because I wanted to be so raw and honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. And um, how did you, how do you like how it turned out in the end, even though it took a little bit longer? How does it rank for you? Is it one of your favourites? Yeah, I really like it. I feel like it shows how I felt last year when I was just trying to find myself and yeah. Mm. And how have you found it um, 
you know, d- just managing and working with your new career and managing everything. What advice um, have you picked up so far? Any kind of tips for anyone maybe going through the same thing as a young artist? Any do's and do nots? Or are you still finding a way yourself? I mean, I'm still finding the way myself, but a good thing is to not change who you are for anybody, even if it might be good for your career, because I feel like in the long run it might make you hate yourself a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose so you can be authentic. Strong. Yeah. Okay. And um, so your debut EP, No Thank You, No Thanks, is out now, of course, and it's a snapshot of your life at the age of 18. So um, did you find it therapeutic to write the EP? Oh, hell yeah. I thought it was so therapeutic. I was like, is this what I was going through? How did I not realise this? Why didn't I just talk to somebody? But I guess writing the songs was kind of like seeing a psychologist and talking to someone about it. Mm, Maybe cheaper as well. Oh, definitely cheaper. <laughs> so has anyone that's been close to you heard your EP who's not realised perhaps some of the things you were going through and said, wow, I had no idea? Oh, yeah. When I showed my dad, he was like, Merck, is this really what's been going on? And I was like, yeah. And my mum was just like, well, that's our family for you. We drink too much. <laughs> I was like, thanks, mum. <laughs> <laughs> I think she sounds funny, to be honest. Oh, my mum's brilliant. I love her. Shout out to my mum. Yep, shout out to your mum. <laughs> okay. And uh, what's your favourite track on the EP? Something you like, for sure. My vocals, I think, sound the best. Not going to lie. Not going to toot my own, own horn. No, you're definitely allowed to do that, especially in a pandemic. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it about the song, apart from your vocals, though, that makes it your favourite? I just feel like the lyrics sound so good and they all like flow and make sense and they're just really nice, I, I think. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's fair enough. And um, so do you have plans to work on maybe a new EP or perhaps even an album someday? What are you thinking about your next move in the world of music? Well, I'm hoping to have an album next, maybe, hopefully, if this EP goes well. Mm-hmm and people still love me, I can maybe make an album, and that would be sick. And touring, that would be awesome as well. Oh, it really would. Um, I know you you said you've only done three gigs, so I was going to say you must be missing it, but maybe you didn't get a chance to get into it yet, but I'm guessing that's something you're really looking (laughs) forward to when we're actually allowed, yeah? Oh, I cannot wait. It is so fun. And I signed my first autograph at my shows, and it was the best feeling ever. I felt so cool. What did they get you to sign? Did they have, um, you know, your EP or something? Or was it just like a notepad or something? Oh, I had, they actually, oh, somebody ran onto like the stage to get the set list. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) insane. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, And what is it like, um, you know, releasing music during a pandemic? I mean, I know you've um, only had, as we said, your... Uh, the song in 2018B, and that was maybe a bit of a different situation because that wasn't with a whole EP, was it? So what have you found it been like trying to release music during what's going on in the world? There hasn't been much of a challenge for me because it's so early on in my career, apart from the fact that you can't, like, promote the EP by going around Australia and doing shows and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay, cool. And then when you do maybe release, you know, some more music, maybe, like you said, it might be an album or whatever, do you have any idea, 
you know the kind of themes or anything that you might want to do or will you just think about that later and you're concentrating on this EP for now? Well so far I've been writing a lot more lovey-dovey songs but they're still really sad it's about how I don't deserve love and stuff and that's what I've kind of been writing at the moment so it's definitely a different side to me. Well, good luck for that then, Mercedes. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, especially so early on in your career. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from you again, no doubt. Um, so, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing with the honesty. I think that's great because so many people just don't talk about struggles about, you know, anything to do with mental health, do they, in their songs? And it's quite refreshing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like people do, but they don't go, they don't delve into the deep end. Mm, exactly maybe a bit wishy-washy so yeah i think it's totally refreshing um okay so yeah thank you so much for joining us today and have a fantastic evening <laughs> you too thank you all right thanks bye bye headliner radio supporting the creative community